0: This episode of It's Super Effective is brought to you by all our backers on Patreon. If you want to support the podcast, you can head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective and support the show. For as little as $1 a month, you'll gain access to our Slack community where you can trade, battle, and hang out with other Pokemon trainers who also listen to It's Super Effective. We have different reward tier levels for our goal channel or our community nights or our Dungeons and Dragonite stream. Or we also have a reward tier for podcast advice. If you guys want to have a one-on-one conversation with me about podcasting or design or anything along the sort, we have a reward tier for that too. If you don't want to support the show, no big deal, but it would really mean a lot if you do. So to do so, head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective or just go over to pokemonpodcast.com slash support. Thank you. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 211th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. I am your host, SBJ, and with me today, I have Will.
1: What's up, dude?
0: Oh my gosh, we're moving on (laughs) Uh,
1: I also have... Oh, dude, I'm trying to keep it cheerful in here, no matter how hard you try to bring me down.
0: I feel like that's like a meme from like 2010.
1: Probably, but that's what we run on here, the power of memes. All right. Travis is All here. Your base is belong to us. Our
2: belong to us if we're being specific. Steve, I am so glad that you have invited me onto this Dungeons and Dragonite spin-off show where we just talk about Pokémon. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure how successful it's going to be. You know, I'm not sure if just talking about Pokémon has legs taking the D&D bit of it away, but you know, I'm flattered either way.
0: Might <laughs> have been your best intro for 2016, there, Travis.
2: It might be my only intro for 2016. I feel like it's been a long time since I've been on this show. Yeah, I know. Well,
0: yeah. It, well, the last couple of weeks for podcasting have been so weird uh, with c 2 yeah. and then this past weekend I had company over, and it was WrestleMania weekend, and so I couldn't record. Yeah. And now that we're doing the Dungeons and Dragon stream on Tuesday nights and the Twitch stuff on Thursday night, it's just like- I'm not I'm not blaming you. It's just a lot. I I took on a lot on my plate at once, which is it's fine. I like creating content, and like the Patreon is growing, and so that just like every time like there's a new Patreon backer, even if it's like a dollar, I'm just like, how can like I do more for the backers? Because it like it, it's exciting. It's it's really cool that like they're like supporting what we do here. Mm-hmm. You guys just kind of show up, but
1: I know. Uh. But I get you know it's for every dollar they put in the bucket we tell one more joke per episode. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: it that's that's the behind the scenes I had a but l- l- if you are new to it's super effective, and I just preference that because we've been sitting in the top like fifty of games and hobbies for ever since Sun and Moon has been announced. We've been doing very well we're uh, we're up like twenty percent in downloads. See how I used, I used a percentage since I didn't reveal our actual numbers.
2: Oh, this is a different spinoff than I thought. This is the spinoff where we talk about how the podcast is doing. This is the, <laughs> I... this is the podcast where we talk about at what position our podcast is. I, yes. I'm on the wrong show. I gotta go. This, this, is, uh, this, this is the is, Pokemon
1: uh, one. No, this is Statistics Cast, and he, uh, <laughs> he's got a counterpoint by uh, telling me how I completely screwed up my other spinoff podcast and and how that has no numbers. <laughs> Zero numbers. I, I was
0: gonna say I was gonna say though that you know the show's been doing really good. So we've been getting new listeners, so I want to preference that we purposely spend the first ten to fifteen minutes of our episodes not talking about Pokemon, disregarding our intro that was a bit Pokemon focused. But I oh I uh so what I ended up doing as as my friends were coming into town for WrestleMania and everything as I cleaned my whole house, started cleaning the basement because I was also getting ready for Midwest Gaming Classic, which is, uh, we're recording this on Wednesday night, not our typical recording schedule.
1: And uh, Midwest Gaming Classic is held in your basement?
0: <laughs> yes, it's held in my basement. Uh, it is held at the Sheraton Hotel in Brookfield, Wisconsin, so I've, I was trying to get everything organized. I usually bring four or five totes worth of stuff to you know set up the show and whatnot, so I'm emptying totes and cleaning and everything. and. I open this tote, and it's nothing of like blu rays and dVDs and xbox 360 games it's been in my basement since I moved here, which was almost two years ago I was like i i don't want I, the 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 tote that these that are holding this this media is worth more than the media it's itself like I would rather have the tote then the tote hold this garbage that I have to move when I eventually move. And so I went to the Amazon trading program and entered True Romance DVD. 40 cents, perfect, fine, take it. I ended up doing that for, you're only allowed to do 50 items per transaction. I did 150 items. They were Blu-rays, they were GameCube games, Xbox games, PS2 games, DVDs. I walked away with $600. Hey! And I got... Three totes that I could use in my basement So not only did I save space But I got rid of a bunch of junk And I have a $600 Amazon gift card coming my way So that was my very exciting weekend That wasn't actually really that exciting in retrospect But how,
2: what about you guys? What's up? I have a confession to make I... I'm sorry I, I bought Skyrim in 2016 Again? Again? Because it's a, it's a game I already own is like, why is that a question? <laughs> it's a game I already own, and the disc is back at my parents' house, and it was on the 360, and I wanted to play it on the PC, and so I just bought it again while I of expansion, because I hadn't played any of the, the expansions, and it hadn't occurred to me that that game came out in 2011. Five years ago. Which, first of all, that's wild. Seems like that was yesterday. And second of all... It's it's still really fun, and that's all I did last weekend was play <laughs> a five-year-old video game. Like it's not even old enough to be like, yeah, I busted out Banjo Kazooie again. It was like, oh man, all the all the nostalgias, all the uh, the Facebook posts about. Oh, you. you uh, uh, Buzzfeed's list of twelve games that only '90s kids know. Number six will (laughs) shock you. It's banjo kazooie. It's not even that. Like, there's no nostalgia. It's just, I don't know. I like walking into caves and then dispatching what's inside, and then going to the next identical cave and then crouching
0: and waiting for somebody to turn around
2: and then steal everything off their table.
1: Is that the game you have to steal things off people's tables?
2: That's one of the things you can do, yeah. It's a, uh, it's, it's a table simulator, it's like that uh, tabletop simulator, except instead of playing board games, you just take things off of tables when people aren't looking.
0: Why, why would you not... Do such a thing? <laughs> why would you play a five-year-old game? No, my question was, why would you not dabble in something new like Elder Scrolls Online? The ESO, as the kids call it. Uh, because it's supposed to be, like, awful isn't it i mean it's it's what i I heard heard
1: that's also a table clearing game (laughs) all i've
0: heard is that it's pretty bad it's fine i mean i don't like elder scrolls to begin with and when i played it to me it felt like elder scrolls except with other Uh, people running around yes that's the worst part
1: (laughs) why would i want to share anything with anyone that's, that's true yeah will how about you Uh, Well, I had one of the worst weekends of my life, or at least one of the worst weekends of my recent life because I got called into work on Saturday and I had to work most of Saturday because the internet at the university went down and I had to test all kinds of garbage, not like I could actually fix the problem. And then uh, Sunday morning, we had another outage and I had to get up early and, and work on that and figure out, help people figure out what was going on. And then Sunday night... My one redemption for the weekend was supposed to be watching WrestleMania, and, and I couldn't because WWE messed up real bad, and they're going to lose $120 for me. I mean, the period they did email you earlier in the week. Okay, I, are, I am, like, a modern person. I don't use email anymore. And besides <laughs> that, fine, person. fine, that's great. They sent a notification— this is 2016. You test your app sufficiently, especially like if it's on a restricted number of platforms, before your biggest event of the year. You do not release an update that makes it so that your loyal customers, who have been paying $10 a month for an entire year, can't get into the freaking app to watch the one thing that they wanna see after their horrible, horrible weekend, um having to work and being very unhappy. Yeah, I'm not sure.
0: You're you're not wrong. Like obviously, we're in an age where if you need to reset your password and you can't because they're doing maintenance or their service or there's too much traffic because I think they had they came out and said there was 2 million subscribers at that point in time because it was you could sign up for free trial and whatnot. Uh I mean that's still broken. And you couldn't get access. And yeah, they they emailed you saying, like, hey, make sure you can successfully log in before this weekend because you might not be able to if you don't test ahead of time. While they did alert you and I and everyone else, there there really is no excuse why as a paying customer you got locked out. Like yeah. I'm not I'm not sure what the technical aspect is. I'm just letting you I, I was just stating that they did let everyone know via email whether but they read honest, that or not.
1: Honestly and truly, I get 200 to 300 email messages a day. I, I just don't have time to catch. And I'm sorry, but WWE literally emails every other day. Hey, we've got new t-shirt designs. Hey, make sure you watch Raw Monday night. Hey, watch. make sure you watch uh, Thursday night. You know, I, I see one email from WWE. I'm like, it's just going to be another promotion. I'm going to ignore it. Right, But here's the thing, I watch on my PS4, I have the app installed on my PS4, Sony sends out notifications about all kinds of garbage all the time, and I read them, because I actually don't get that many notifications on the (laughs) PS4, and it pops up, when I turn on the PS4, it pops up and says, we have a message for you, and I look at it, couldn't the WWE have pushed out a message through the PS4 system? Um, I have the WWE app on my phone, couldn't they have done a notification? through that it's their biggest event of the year oh so
2: angry well, you did know what you... i do in a situation like this i hit m to pull up my world map i fast <laughs> travel to solitude take out the bow and i just take out all my anger on the eagles that are perpetually flying over solitude i take some hawk feathers i guess they're hawks because they drop hawk feathers should have noticed that you know and i make myself some i think they make like resist fire potions or something you know it, it really it, it it's a really calming experience i think you should try it uh, no. this episode uh brought to you by skyrim
1: a uh, 5 year old <laughs> game what i did was i ended up watching uh pokemon xy and z that uh, that cartoon you know, it's probably better it was real good
0: oh well, well did you that would have been a good transition You did to it. You said Pokemon.
2: We I have know, to keep
1: going. But I really wanted to ask, did you actually end up watching WrestleMania yet? No. No, I'm done. I am done. I am. Anybody who wants my WWE t-shirts, give me your address. I'll put them in the mail to you. I am done with WWE. Canceling my subscription. Not putting up with any of this garbage anymore.
2: You heard it, you're first.
0: Breaking news. Speaking of news. we got some Pokemon news. We just got a little bit. A little bit of Pokemon news. We talked uh, last. Well, let's get the let's get the obvious thing out of the way here. There was a Pokemon House. I don't know what the show is actually called in Japanese, but I think in English it translates to Pokemon House. I think it's
1: Pokenchi. Uh, Pokenchi.
0: There was rumors and speculation that there was going to be some Pokemon Sun and Moon details revealed. If you go back and look at the uh, official s- statement and I think that was on Serebii and some other places, but I know for sure it was on Cerebi. It stated that uh, it will show first-ever footage on TV, and somehow that got translated into other websites as first-ever gameplay footage when going back mm. to the original press release said first-ever footage. What it, What ended up happening is on Pokemon House, they showed the trailer... That we have already seen for Sun and Moon. They just showed that again as a commercial in between
2: the breaks of Pokemon House. And that was it. Didn't they also give us a release window that was more specific than what we had known previously? I don't think so. Didn't they give us a month? I thought they did. Nah. Not that I
0: saw. uh, Somebody on the show said there will be more than 10 new Pokemon. So that did come out of
3: it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, I couldn't like the amount of anger that the internet had out this that like all of these websites lied to them about game footage and they did lie like nowhere did it state game footage like if you go to that original article or original press statement whatever you want to call it like it they only said footage They never the the word game was just put in by other sites to drive traffic and to build excitement that wasn't there so uh, I expected nothing because nothing really comes out of those shows. And I got nothing, and that was okay for me.
1: Yeah, and 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 I think it's just like, you know, well, Steve, you don't know. Travis, you may know. When you're at the uh, at the bar and you've had a couple of beers, and then you uh, have to go to the bathroom, and that's called, you know, the first time you do it, it's called breaking the seal. And then from that point forwards, you have to go to the bathroom more frequently. Um, That's what they've done. They've broken the seal. So now they're going to have to give us more and more footage. As time goes on, they can't go back to a a time of silence.
2: Steve wouldn't know about that because he's not 21 yet.
1: Right, yes. Well, no, because Steve does not drink a beer. I know, I'm joking. My 12-year-old body cannot handle beer in his
0: life. The beer. We got got some more Wi-Fi competitions here. Uh, The Flash Clash Wi-Fi competition was announced. Uh, This will be... Players will be able to register... Starting on April 21st through April 28th, the Wi-Fi competition itself will run April 29th through May 1st. Results will be announced in May. Competition is one-on-one, where participants will have six Pokemon in the battle box, but will only bring one of each Pokemon into battle. Legendary and mythical Pokemon cannot be used in this tournament. Participants may only use Pokemon from Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire Games. Pokemon cannot be brought over from Generation 5 to be used in this tournament. All Pokemon below level 50 and above will automatically be set to 50. All battles will last a maximum of 5 minutes. Players will have 30 seconds to decide which Pokemon they want to battle with. They will have 10 seconds to attack or to switch. And you may battle 20 times a day for a total of 60 battles players pokemon may not hold mega stones focus sash or soul do what do you guys think
1: i think it's gonna be a lot of fun because a lot of people complain that singles is too, too slow so this is obviously imp- implementing something to make it sped up absolutely i think i mi did i
2: miss something it, it sounds like it's a it's a it's like a one-on-one like just one each player brings they bring six pick one yes am i understanding it correctly yeah i've They've had formats like that um, on a lot of the simulators. Like, that's been on Showdown and stuff for a while. It's weird. It, <laughs> you get weird stuff. Well, I mean, I guess they're banning Focus Sash, so that's different than I've heard of before. But you get sort of weird strategies where stuff that would normally you wouldn't normally see in in just a normal singles match because it's just sort of a weird gimmick that only gets you one KO and then usually you're sort of left vulnerable when they get a free switch in. It becomes a lot more usable. Nothing immediately is coming to mind, but I think, I'm remembering back a while, I think people would do a lot of stuff with like uh, Togekiss and Serene Grace and just bank on flinch chance and just not give the other Pokemon a chance because... It's not like you can just switch into a defensive Pokemon and, and slap a Toxic on it or whatever.
0: Yeah, I guess, I mean, you're looking at their six, you have your six. I mean, you could be in a situation where you picked a water Pokemon and they picked an electric, and not much you can do right. there. Right.
1: Unless the water Pokemon you picked was Lantern.
0: <laughs> I suppose, yes.
1: Or you were faster and you have a ground-type move. Or, yeah, Wish Cash.
2: Nice. Yeah. A lot of water grounds do mm-hmm. some... Uh some work with Swampert in this, in the, uh, clearly in this electric type meta that will
1: definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's dominated by electric types. I absolutely. mean, that's
2: why it's called the
0: the flash clash. <sighs> uh, speaking of electric types, there is a new Pokemon type quiz. What's your Pokemon type? You can take a quiz on Pokemon Pokemon20.com oh, really? to find out. Surprisingly, well, they- uh, you won't be hearing a lot from me. Cause I'm going to take that right now. <laughs> There's a, uh... Actually, quite a bit of questions. I want to say there was 12 to 13 questions, if I remember correctly.
2: I ended up well, getting... it's going to be even longer than I thought that I won't be talking.
0: Uh, I ended up getting Electric-type as my Pokemon type, uh, which is, I think, interesting. At one point, it does ask you what your like favorite type is, I think, if I remember right. That's <laughs> a bit of a giveaway. Give away. No, I, I put water, but oh. maybe it was like... Maybe I read the question wrong cuz I was doing it on my phone in a car wash like real quickly before the car wash end ended but I, well, maybe it was what was your favorite type battle against but I thought it said what was your favorite type and I was like oh here we go water uh, cuz that's what I wanted but it it it'll, there's like a Zubat
2: question that it a- asks there's a uh, question to, like, attention to the show that I'm recording this is this is for this is for the listener uh, so that they might more easily find the quiz. Uh, where, where is this? Uh, it would
0: be uh, Pokemon20.com, and then yeah, there. tons of fun. Or if the listener
2: is there. Tons of Pokemon fun, I believe. Tons of Pokemon. Got it. That's a great heading to uh, uh, go on. I'm, I'm certainly not taking a quiz while you're talking. All right, cool. Uh, as Travis takes that,
0: uh, actually, I have the quiz up here. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, four, 15 questions. Uh, The other bit of news we have here is you can get your mythical Pokemon Jirachi from April 1st to April 24th. Yeah, you get that right from the Nintendo Network. No GameStop needed. Jirachi is level 100. Steel Psychic type, ability Serene Grace, moves are Wish, Confusion, and Rest. Uh, On top of getting, uh, you can get this in X and Y or Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire works for any of those four games. Uh, on top of that, you can go to GameStop and Toys R Us. They have uh, Jirachi plushes. Uh, actually, I don't think they're GameStop this time. I think they're exclusive to Toys R Us, if I'm not mistaken, because uh, I know some of the stores switch back and forth depending on what month it is. And the last bit of news I have here is that you'll be able to get Hidden Ability, Moltres, Zapdos, and Articuno. To distrib- it's a distribution coming in May. Uh, To celebrate the 20th anniversary with a whole bunch of free Pokemon. Pokemon's doing this again. They will, uh, in order to get Moltres, Zapdos, and Articuno, you will have to sign up for the Pokemon Trainer Club newsletter by April 22nd, and you will get codes for these three Pokemon. This will work for Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, and X and Y for North America. And uh, it says Europe as well here. Hidden abilities, they will be distributed at level 70. They will have hidden abilities. Uh, They will have the following attacks. Articuno will come with Snow Cloak and no Freeze Dry, Ice Beam, Hail, and Reflect. Zapdos will have Static and no Discharge, Thundershock, Rain Dance, and Agility. Moltres will have Flame Body and no Sky Attack, Heat Wave, Sunny Day, and Safeguard. Like I said, these will be at level 70. You need to sign up for the Pokemon Newsletter and if you have not done that before just go to pokemon.com you have to create a pokemon trainer club account if you already have an account log in make sure that you have the newsletter option on when you create your account for the first time just go through and make sure you select that newsletter option and it's if i don't know if i just said this but those the email with the codes Will come around
1: April
2: twenty second. So we got a a breaking news bulletin. Turns out I'm say I had
1: a breaking news bulletin. Hey, did you both take? Don't you breaking news bulletin (laughs) over my breaking news bulletin? Did you both
0: just take the quiz?
1: Yeah. Yes. Okay. Is that what both of our both of our news
2: bulletins were? Yes, I guess we'll find out. But yeah, I, I got I got Fairy, who's surprised by that. I don't think Ice was, was an option. Ice is my favorite type, but I don't think Ice was in there because at the part where it was like, if you're a gym leader, what would your type be? Ice was not there. So yeah, Fairy is probably the next best thing. Did it
0: ask what your favorite type was at one point, or am I imagining things?
2: No, it asked... Uh, you were a gym leader, what Pokemon would you predominantly use? Oh, Or maybe there's different questions when you take
1: it. Who knows? That might have been the question. No, no, no. I got the same question. Because I said water, because that was one of the options. Uh, Will, what did you get? Well, there was a reason why I had not taken this quiz before uh, when I saw the answers that other people were posting on the social medias. And uh, I uh, ended up as disappointed as I expected to be. I got normal type. (laughs) (laughs) Uh -uh. I would assume that Ice is one of the options.
2: Why would it not be? There's only like six. There's how many? 17 Pokemon types? And there's only like six options for each question.
1: Yeah, but there's enough questions to develop permutations that would end up with any of the 17.
2: Right, but I think that... I don't think it one of the quizzes that works like that. I think it's one of the ones where there's, there's six possible and whatever one you get... You can most? Answer like the yeah, most. Just, I'm gonna pick option yeah.
0: four for all these questions because of that I don't have to move my mouse or trackpad. All right almost done here this, this is making for great great podcasting material.
1: All right I picked option four for all the questions. My type is steel. All right I'm doing option six for all the questions and my here I'll do option one for type... all the questions.
0: I'm going to abstain from this. Not the
2: we're making very world-breaking radio here. Yes, yeah, why? I'm abstaining from this. I don't. Uh, I don't support the falsification of Pokemon type quiz results.
1: <laughs> yes, if you voter if you, voter fraud. See <laughs> if that's the only way we can get Bernie in. I'm all for it. Um, <laughs> ooh, we just got political. Uh, I I got fairy by selecting all of the sixth answers.
0: I got fire mm-hmm. by selecting all of the first answers. Alright, enough quizzes. If you, want to take, if you want to take the quiz, know what type you are, and cheat or not cheat, you can go to Pokemon20.com and hit the Tons of Fun button up in the upper top
1: area. Hey, this is more important than knowing what house you're in in the, in the, the whatever that school is, the Harry Potters go to. The Gryffindor? Uh, <laughs> what, 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 I'm, no, I'm no Gryffindor, sir. Uh,
0: I am in Gryffindor. I took that quiz. Uh, so that what we'll sense. do is we'll take a quick break and then when we come back we've got some emails to tackle as well as our Pokemon of the week. So we will be right back. And we are back from our amazing break, as Travis put it. I picked option (laughs) two for all of the Pokemon quiz, and I got fighting type. I believe that all the types are there. I just don't believe the algorithm is that fantastic.
2: All right, I'll take your word for it.
0: (laughs) Uh, What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? We got emails. So if you want to send an email for us, Since we try to do the segment as often as we can, you can do so by sending an email over to sbj at pkmncast.com. Or you can go to PokemonPodcast.com and go ahead and hit that contact button. And you can fill out the form there too, and that'll, that'll get you to the email part as well. The first email I got here is from James says hey guys i love pokemon growing up being about 90 years old when red and blue first came out i played the games traded the cards watched the anime then in middle school then middle school happened and unfortunately i didn't have the self in self esteem to to, to keep doing something i enjoyed that was unpopular then with all the hype for the 20th anniversary i decided to find out what was happening in the world that i missed i found your show started listening and since then, I've started playing X and Y and Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. I regret missing all that time, but I'm glad to be back. You guys made me excited to be a trainer again. Thank
1: you, Jimmy. Well, that's really nice. Um, I'm happy that he's enjoying playing the game again or playing the games again. Um, I would not play X and Y and Alpha Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire at the same time. You know, play them one at a time, but. Or just, you yeah. know. I'll play the better one, X and Y. <laughs> well, or I mean, what have we bought the best What Best of if, them all, Pokemon Shuffle. He went out, he got <laughs> four, to,
0: four 3DSs. He's playing all four at once.
1: That's a more powerful G- shiny Ponita there. <laughs> there was some real work.
2: He was just listening to his favorite band, Sum 41. Um, I'm glad to hear that, uh, that you're back into it, and I'm flattered that, that we played a part in that. That's awesome. That's awesome, yeah. Todd writes in here.
0: Just found your podcast last week, and I started with your podcast about Sun and Moon. I was thinking about the new games, and as I was watching Origins, he wrote Origins, but we know what it is. We know, we know what they meant. <laughs> yes. I was thinking Sun and Moon could be a game where new Pokemon will be introduced, as well as bringing more light to the Mega Stones and Mega Evolution. So far, we barely know anything about it, and I feel like I feel like it's time to bring a fourth evolution to light. And if it doesn't answer Sun and Moon. And if it doesn't get answered in Sun and Moon, it would feel like a cop-out. What do you think,
1: Todd? Well, Magical Evolution's a fourth evolution. Well, it is and it isn't. So, <laughs> it's not permanent, yes. So It all something. depends on what is, is. Okay, Bill Clinton, let me riff <laughs> yeah, on... true 80s babies. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Um, <laughs> let me um, just fo- follow through on that. And- my watching of Pokemon X, Y, and Z, which I do highly recommend that every Pokemon fan watch that cartoon and not wait for it to get to Netflix because it's good now. In the most recent episode, they actually did the first reveal of Ash Greninja. And what it was was not like in the Pokemon Burst comics where the Pokemon trainer actually merges with a Pokemon and they become one unified being. Um, Ash and Greninja stayed separate But the Greninja kind of did like the burst in Poken tournament. Did I pronounce it correctly this time? Poken? Yes. um, Where it just becomes more powerful. Um, It did have some appearance changes, and there was just that moment where it was like a union of the fighting spirit of Ash and the Greninja that caused it to happen. But they did remain as separate beings. They did not merge together. So all of your Digimon fears can be set aside and put (laughs) to rest. Um, So I do think that they're going to be investigating the the burst concept of uh, enhancing your Pokémon's power, um, possibly not in the way of an evolution or a fourth evolution, but just through a burst event. Um, The nice thing is I think that that's going to be able to apply to all Pokémon As opposed to them having to determine which Pokemons get, which, did I say Pokemons? Wow. Which Pokemon get Megas? Booted from the cast. I mean, I just, I don't like sounding ignorant. I gotta, I gotta hide my ignorance.
0: Uh, I mean, I'm all for being wrong. The, I don't, (laughs) (laughs) okay. I don't see them ever tackling the fourth evolution at this point. I think that with, Mega evolution, you you get that benefit of what a quote unquote fourth evolution would look like without bogging down the Pokedex. I don't know why I bet Mega Beedrill is my example for everything. But if you look at Mega Beedrill, he's clearly way cooler, has a different ability, bigger, everything like everything an evolution of Beedrill would have. But you also but you Get the benefits of okay. That's a at the end of the day, he's still Beedrill, so you're not getting another Pokedex number, and also because he's not considered a fourth evolution, I, we don't have to come up with another punny name to stick onto that. Uh, we just put the word Mega before it, and people are satisfied. And I think that that thought process or that uh, mechanic that Pokemon designed is actually really clever. And how many mega Pokemon do we have? 60, 70, maybe, maybe less. Maybe I'm exaggerating that number, but that's 60 or 70 less Pokemon in the Pokedex. That's 60 and 70 less names that everyone has to remember. If Pokemon keeps growing, which obviously with sun and moon, we're going to get new Pokemon. We're, we're going to go over 723 or whatever we're at right now. And that's, you know, 60 or seven. we have to remember plus the mega evolutions they're going to stick on. So I, I feel like in the long run, what they did now
2: is going to pay off. So I do not feel like it's a cop-out. to bring politics up again in the same episode, but I'm realizing that in distinct contrast to my real-life politics, I'm like a Pokemon hyper-conservative. I am like a like Ted Cruz's grandfather when it comes to Pokemon. I'm like... New things? No, I don't want any of that. It's perfect how it is. In fact, it, we should revert to the way it was a, a generation ago. <laughs> everything was fine, and but, uh, everything was fine <laughs> until uh, Cynthia got into office.
0: Just changing the book any and we'll
2: talking. Ted Cruz's grandfather was actually choice.
1: a hippie.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all for new stuff in Pokemon. I know. Travis was one of the people very vocal about not wanting a new type. And then who took the Pokemon quiz and got fairy type because secretly yeah, fairies are cute. Fairies are cute. Though. Fairy type.
1: Fairies wear boots. I don't,
2: I don't like that. They added a new type, but fairies are adorable.
0: Michelle writes in from Canada. She writes, Hey, Steve, Travis, Will, and anyone else that might be one on the podcast.
1: I was going to say, ha ha ha. Joke about Logan. Sick burn.
0: Logan <laughs> ain't here. <laughs> I'm excited for Pokemon Go, although I'm not trying to give my ho- get my ho- hopes up.
2: Yeah, you want to give that another no, go? <laughs>
0: Blubbering. <laughs> just destroying the English language tonight. My question, well, that's every day of my life. My question is, what do you think will be brought through in in-app purchases? I'm hoping Pokéballs won't cost real money, although there's a good chance they will be. Thanks for taking the time to read this question. Love love is All caps. Love the podcast so much. Have a fabulous day. Smiley face, exclamation mark.
1: Uh, In-app purchases are going to be much like Meetomo, and it's going to be cute outfits for your trainer to wear. (laughs) Your trainer can be a hot dog. I I, I don't think they're going to go that far with it. I
0: I wouldn't be surprised if they give you like five free Pokeballs a day or something like that, and then if you need more or you want more, you have to buy those.
2: Right, and I th- I think that's I I could see it going two ways. I could see it like that, sort of akin to the other free to play games that have been Pokemon related, where like Pokemon Shuffle, where you have a certain amount that you can play for free, and then you pay to continue. Um, and they would work that in by giving you a certain number of Pokeballs per day, or. Uh, The other way I could see it going is you can use normal Pokeballs for free and, excuse me, have a smaller chance of catching the Pokemon you find. But if you want to guarantee a catch, you have to buy a Master Ball or something like that. Since we've already seen that they have Pokeballs, Great Balls, Ultra Balls, and Master Balls in the game from the little footage we've seen. Although I doubt, uh, I mean, I think that's a more optimistic guess because that one it would be completely feasible to play that version of the game free to play for as long as you wanted and more likely they would want to push the version where if you only played it casually and only needed the five pokeballs to get your fill then then more power to you but i think that that's the route they would go because most players would probably want more than five
1: so, how does the parent game whatever, Ingress whatever. actually handle money? how do How do they make money on Ingress?
0: Uh, I'm not sure how Ingress makes money. I didn't I didn't enjoy the game enough to stick with it.
1: Hmm. Because they did say, like you, that the locations that are more popular, or like you know, um, monuments and and things like that, places that are more visited, will have a larger collection of items. Um, oh, that you'll be able to obtain from those locations. So I, there, there's a possibility that there may actually be no in-game transaction, and what they're really selling is your location data and the frequent frequency that you oh, travel no. to certain locations. Oh well, come on, we all know that adage that if you're not paying for something, <laughs> then the thing that's being sold is you. So I know. Uh, I don't care what I live in Washington D.C. I, I think they once did an estimate that like. The citizens of Washington, D.C. D. are photographed 260-something times a day. Every, the government knows where I am. I, I literally <laughs> I literally have Homeland Security headquarters in my backyard. I, I'm sure everything I do in my apartment is videoed and recorded anyways. I don't care. Whatever. Come after me. Come at me, bro. You know where I am. We'll live in the dream. I, I just yeah. live in a surveillance state, and I've grown to accept it. <laughs> I,
0: I We'll probably get more information of Pokemon Go sooner rather than later here, but I would assume that the the Master Ball will be a very pricey item on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake writes in here. He says, hello, IGN's podcast GamesCube it's Game Sco- Game Scoop does a 20-question segment with games. I was thinking that maybe you guys could do that segment with like Pokemon. I think it would be fun to listen to. Thanks. Love the
2: show. Jake, a revitalization of extreme speed.
0: Yeah, maybe extreme. He doesn't obviously say, but I don't know if extreme speed fits that mold. I haven't listened to Game Sco, Game Scoop in a long time. Man, that used to be one of the podcasts I used to love to listen to.
2: Only two thousands babies will remember. <laughs> <I don't. laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm we're definitely not opposed to doing new segments. I think we fall into this this crutch of a lot of people like the off-topic banter at the beginning of the episode. So, and and I personally enjoy the off-topic banter. I like getting that out of my system. I like you know, not everything to be so serious. I think it's something that unique that our show does compared to the other Pokémon podcasts that are out there and they come and go quite frequently. But as, I don't, I don't think, I I hope you're not referring to like a, like a top five, like what are our, our top five fairy Pokemon or something, because I, I don't know how much interest in us making up a, you know,
2: I don't think that's what the
1: opinion-based list would be. Yeah, I mean, forbid that we do like a, a Kalos 10 of the I, 10 I, best Pokemon uh, in Kalos. Oh, what a I mistake that, that would be. Uh, let, uh, let me stop uh, you there, Will. First off, <laughs> there was a lot of people who voted in that,
0: not only editors but the community. There was art to go with. There was exclusive art to go with that. There was move sets. There was a lot. Of, it, it, that's different than us sitting down before the show because gosh forbid we actually talk about what the show is going to be and say like, all right, we need a top five list for Grass Pokemon. What do you think,
1: Rico?
2: I don't think that's. I don't think that's at all what the person writing that email was suggesting. I think it's a. More akin to what we used to do with extreme speed, although we sort of retired that segment because um, we found it to not be very interesting unless you had a new guest on. And yet at the same time, it felt strange to say, hey, person, we've hardly talked to you before. I'm going to bombard you with questions now. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, um, 20 questions is a game where like one person thinks of something and then the other people can ask up to 20 questions, but they can only be yes or no questions. And then they have to, at the end, guess what the original person was thinking of.
2: Oh, we're talking about like that, like the game 20 questions, 20 uh, questions.
1: Yeah yeah, 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 that's that's fun. Those were the words yeah. that were used in the letter. That's fair. It's like, I'm thinking of a Pokemon. Can you guys guess what Pokemon I'm thinking of? And then Travis says "squishy," and I say, "Yes."
0: I don't. I don't know how. I mean, I'd, I I would have to listen to an episode of Game Scoop to see what, what like what exactly he's referring
1: to. Let's do it. I don't let's know. Do
0: it right now. No, it's... I was gonna
1: say, listeners, do you know what Steve is willing to put himself through for you? He'll listen to an episode of Game Scoop. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you're,
0: like, you're like pitching that as in, as in like it's torture. I'm. I'm Sure, that podcast is as good as it was when I did listen to it. No, sh-
1: you're mistaken, otherwise. because you're thinking of uh, of a podcast that's been discontinued. It's actually Games Coop, where chickens talk <laughs> about games. That now sounds
3: my
0: kind of show. Sounds better than this show, I'll tell you that. Uh, Robert P. writes in Hello SBJ and everyone else I'm one of your biggest fans It's great to listen to you guys talk about Pokemon in other games Uh, First question is I would love a new type Because I've been playing the same types for over 10 years now Well I suppose Besides Fairy Uh, And number 2 This is full circle Travis Elder Scrolls aren't uh, MMO based Like (laughs) Skyrim and Oblivion are they're awesome, you should try one of them sometimes See you soon, Robert I mean, I'm not a fan of I, I've, I've played both uh, Oblivion and Skyrim And I did not enjoy either of them But I, like, I, I would rather play Fallout Which is very similar, just set in a different
1: universe And I enjoy Fallout Isn't Oblivion 10 years old now? Yes That's cool Isn't Oblivion based on the D&D uh, rule sets?
2: No um, what is
1: the game that's based on the D and D rule sets. That mm. is, um, shoot, that's um. No, it's not. Never, win- shoot. never, never winter nights. Never winter nights. yeah. Elder scrolls is um, strength,
2: intelligence, wisdom, or intelligent. I think there's two. I think it's strength, intelligence, wisdom. I think it's almost like the D and D stats, but they also add luck. And I don't think that there's, shoot, I forget. There's weird stats in Oblivion and the previous Elder Scrolls games, but then Skyrim uh, gets rid of those for simplicity's sake.
0: I, I know what I like and I don't like, and it's Elder Scrolls does not fall under the list of likes.
2: That's so good. But, I mean, to each their own.
0: You want to write in, send us an email? more than happy to read it on on air we still have a, a couple that i have to filter through here but i think we got through a couple today so if you want to email sbj at pkmncast.com or just go to pokemonpodcast.com and hit the contact button uh either way is acceptable to get an email over to me with that being said let's jump into our pokemon of the week And this week's Pokemon of the Week, just to celebrate the digital distribution, is Jirachi. And Jirachi is the Steel Psychic Mythical Pokemon. We don't, uh, two things. First thing is, I, myself, need to get better at separating Mythical and Legendary Pokemon. Since we've now hit that direction of Jirachi's Mythical and... I think Zapdos, Articuna, and Moltres are legendary. And...
1: Yes, mythicals are done through distributions only. Legendaries are, uh, can be caught in-game. Is that, is that the like 100% defining factor? That's the Will Anderson oh, okay. 100% defining Got factor, it. and if you need anything more than that, you're not my friend anymore. I see.
0: Uh, so Drachi is the wish Pokemon. You can get him him or her or now. It. Yeah, because it yeah. is genderless. That's correct. It is not known to evolve into any other Pokemon. There's not a really good biology about it besides just describing what Jirachi... Everyone knows what Jirachi looks like. It has a giant star on its head. It has a creepy eye on its stomach that is actually really cool. And it's like a cute flying star. Travis will have a move set for it
1: i was gonna say i think the concept is based on like some japanese seasons not only one of shooting stars but the little tags that hang like it has the three little tags that hang off of it oh but yeah that's yeah. a japanese custom of writing your wish onto a piece of paper and then sticking it to uh like a certain temple area to have your like wishes for the new year or whatever that makes sense to come true but let's just remember that wishes don't ever come true
2: That's great. That's awesome. Um, (laughs) I have no way to transition from that darkness. So let's just uh, Jirachi wish maker that that never got. Mm. Well, we're here now and we're talking about Jirachi. Uh, Jirachi's cool because it's one of those Pokemon that are in the category of Mew and Celebi and Manaphy and Victini and... What ones am I missing? I think those. Shaman. Shaman, yep. Of Pokemon that have 100s all the way down, turtles all the way down on their base stats. So that's 100 HP, 100 attack, defense, special attack, special defense, and speed. These Pokemon I find really fun to build for because you've got the option to go for an offensive set or a defensive set, and you're not too punished for going with either because 100 is a, a pretty decent stat, and these Pokemon also tend to have good move pools, as is the case with Jirachi. Uh, and Jirachi, in addition to that, has some pretty great typing in Psychic and Steel, and even better than that, a really cool ability in Serene Grace, which doubles the chance of secondary effects to trigger on moves. That's things like a... Ten percent chance to burn or something like that. Any anytime a move has a something percent chance to do something, well, that's not true. (laughs) Most moves, because that's yeah. So the the moves in the game have coded in them things as primary effects and secondary effects. And usually, if it's a thing that has a chance to occur, it's coded in as a secondary effect. And serene grace will double the chance for that to happen. So. We could build a defensive set, and that would be something around um, Toxic and Wish, but I think it's more fun to do a more offensive set built around trying to flinch your opponent over and over again because uh, we're all awful human beings, and we like to frustrate our opponents ceaselessly. The best way to do that is to use Iron Head. Um, A note about flinch is that it only works if you attack is that true am i remembering that right flinch only works if you're the if you attack first so we're gonna want to make sure you're fast as possible we're gonna give you a choice scarf a jolly nature uh and then evs are gonna be 252 in attack and speed and you can throw that additional four in hp well i mean a quick claw would work
1: in that circumstance too (sighs) don't don't
2: Iron head is going to be your main move that you're going to the most as it's got on its own a 30% chance to flinch, which is already ridiculous. Add on to that that uh, the the base power isn't too bad either at 80. That's correct. At 80 uh, and 100% accuracy uh, means means that iron head is pretty great however you don't always be want to be using a steel type move in case you're up against something that resists it so for a little coverage that still allows you to flinch your opponent i'm going to recommend zen headbutt a lot of people run heart stamp over zen headbutt because heart stamp has higher accuracy and a higher chance to flinch but i think that if you're but the way I see it, if you're running a Choice Scarf, and we are, you don't want to be locked into a move. I would rather be locked into a move that has a higher base power in this instance because I feel like it's it's easier for your opponent to just switch into something that resists Heart Stamp and you can just take as many Heart Stamps as it takes until you that your opponent doesn't flinch and then you respond in in tune so that would basically force you to switch out whereas if you ran zen headbutt sure you might miss one out of ten times and you're less likely to flinch with it you're at least dealing enough damage that you don't feel like it's a waste of a move to lock yourself into i guess it's personal preference but that's where i lean u-turn's great just because it allows you to run a choice scarf pokemon and not feel like your options are limited because you can you turn out, and if they switch, you get um, a very good, cool advantage there because you can pick a Pokémon that counters it well. Uh, and then finally, Healing Wish is a really cool move as if for some reason you end up switching out when Jirachi's low on HP, it's getting to the end of the end of the match, and, it's, and you get a free switch in with Jirachi, but it's not really going to be able to do anything against your opponent's Pokémon. What you can do is just use Healing Wish. That's a move that KOs Jirachi and heals another Pokemon, as long as it's not KO'd, uh, fully, removing all status effects as well. So you could make Jirachi, which might be useless in some circumstances where everything resists it, or for whatever reason, the opponent has things that aren't very susceptible to the flinching strategy. You can just use Healing Wish and bring back a... A pokemon that is more useful but doesn't have much health to being very useful so that's our set i think i went over all of it uh it's pretty close to things a lot of people run for jirachi but with that uh personal preference of um zen headbutt over heart stamp um in there too so jirachi's fun you can do a lot of cool things with it
0: i got Bit of trivia here for Jirachi. It is the lightest steel-type Pokemon weighing only 2.4 American pounds. Uh, Jirachi was the first Pokemon, Pokemon to be distributed via the Nintendo Wi-Fi connection. Previously, only event really? yeah, only event items needed to obtain Pokemon that had been distributed
2: during Wi-Fi. So you needed, like, an item in the game. Oh, I think I actually participated in that dis- distribution. Do you because still have I-
1: that Jirachi? That special, special Jirachi? On some cartridge somewhere, yeah. You don't have it in Pokemon Bank where it can be kept safe forever? I don't don't have Pokemon Bank.
2: (gasps) Yeah. $5 a year, Travis. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I'm shocked. Well, I don't really get a lot of enjoyment out of playing the games with Pokemon I caught in previous games. I like the experience of starting from scratch even to the point of Getting a good set of Pokemon for breeding. I like doing that from scratch too. When I, you know, and it's only like every other generation that I really feel like, oh, I'm
1: going to get into
2: EV training this generation or breeding. But, um, you,
1: you really I don't know. are Ted Cruz's grandfather. You're like, oh, back yeah. in my day, we didn't have these carryover <laughs> Pokemon from the Pokemon Bank. We had to go out in the field and catch all new Pokemon every time we wanted to have a Pokemon party.
2: Pull ourselves
1: up by our... Oh, there's no
2: Pokemon that sounds like bootstraps that I can make a pun out of.
1: I'm sure there is. Zubats. You just can't think of it. <laughs> pull ourselves we
0: pull- up by our Zubats. Exactly. Adrachi is the only gen- Generation 3 Pokemon that cannot be obtained in any Hoenn-based games without an event. Cool. Yeah, there you go. Adrachi is the only Generation 3 legendary slash mythical Pokemon that is not featured
1: in any of the Pokemon Ranger games. Well, that's a a loss for Pokemon Ranger. Yeah, it didn't make the cut. Although Jirachi
0: Jirachi is genderless in the main games, it is referred to as a male in Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon. Oh. So, Bubblepedia, if Jirachi wants to be a male, Jirachi can be a male. I agree. Settle down. Super Mystery Dungeon, the game that Travis bought and didn't play.
1: And anyways, gender got me is a concept <laughs> that was came from the Stone Ages. Gender's out of date.
0: Uh, despite being the despite being legitimately legitimately obtainable in earlier games, shiny Jirachi were previously locked out of Generation 6's Wi-Fi feature prior an update. This makes Jirachi the only Pokemon to undergo this kind of issue. You cannot transfer shiny Jirachis via the Wi-Fi.
2: Was just- it so if I'm understanding it correctly, there was some distribution where you could get a shiny Jirachi. Yeah, Game I- Freak sense forgot about that distribution <laughs> and said, Oh yeah, there's no way you could get a shiny Jirachi and said if you get if you hack yourself a shiny Jirachi, you can't trade it. But they forgot that people have it legitimately. Am I understanding that correctly?
0: Yeah, you are
1: correct.
2: I th- I that's awesome.
0: Think that was a Korean giveaway, maybe. It'd be interesting, not to get off topic. If there were, there were Pokemon that could only be trade traded locally. I know that. Oh, that would be interesting. Like people were probably like cringing at at the audio of like, why would you ever want or suggest that? But. Well, po- Pokemon already has a problem of like, I'll just RNG it, I'll just game shark it, I'll just ha- whatever kind of hack you can do, and it destroys the Pokemon economy if you believe in that or whatever. But like, I thought the Viv- Vivillon, Vivilons, Vivillon. I don't know. Yeah, yes, and, Vivillon. Like the fact that you could only get the certain patterns and different regions was really cool. Me too. And like when you have to trade a Haunter or a Kadabra to evolve, like that's really cool. Yeah. So it's just like another, like it's hard for a Pokemon to be rare when somebody could just hack 30 of them and then just put them up on the trading, the GTS or whatever, and
2: just hand them out. What if, this is going against my Pokemon ultra conservatism. Uh, <laughs> what if, and I, I, I don't think this would actually work out, but what if they made it so that instead of using, and this also gets into Will's uh, acceptance of the surveillance state in which he lives, instead of using a combination of your trainer name, all of that stuff, and then the time and date, to determine the random elements of a Pokemon, to determine its IVs when you encounter it in the wild or when you hatch it, what if they used your geographic location as the seed for the randomness? So if you wanted to RNG a Pokemon, it's not that you would have to like set your clock timer to a certain thing. You would have to get on a plane and go to the exact barren wasteland in the middle of Nebraska and then hatch your, ge- your gibble. So that you could get the perfect guard chomp. I think that solves all of our problems. I mean, well, who's, with, who's with me?
0: Not me. If 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 you look at like Pokemon Shuffle, like you have the obvious thing that it's doing, which is authenticating before you log in, connecting to the internet, and so when you catch Pokemon there. You know that you've caught them and you didn't obtain them in any other way besides the way that you did to earn them. And so, if they're running a promotion where, like, Farfetch is only available this week, and if you don't catch Farfetch in this week because you're just bad at Pokemon Shuffle because Farfetch is pretty easy to catch, you have to wait till he comes back. And that makes you, Farfetch is just being an example, that makes you excited that, like, oh my God, Farfetch is coming back this week. Like, now I can get him. Or in retro, or like the other way is like, oh my god, this event ends in two days, and I still haven't caught Farfetch. Like that's what I need to do before the event ends. Like it adds that sense of urgency, or like that sense of like I want this. And right now, I feel like the current Pokemon games don't have that.
2: And for Jirachi,
0: for so me, what it's you're very- saying,
2: what you're saying is you're not even gonna consider my idea, my idea of random number Go narration.
0: No, no, I think I I I think that's cool. I think I think any I mean it goes back to the problem where like once somebody figures out what the RNG is, they just RNG it and then you you get you get problems where like you know, no pokemon are special because I'll just RNG a perfect Ivy. like why would I do it any other way? This is the way to get a perfect pokemon and it and like no shinies are really that rare. Shiny hunting is very popular and like you see a bunch of Twitch streamers do it and it's and they get enjoyment out of it and that's cool and like I think shinies as a concept are really cool but when you can just rng yourself a shiny or just hack yourself a shiny it it almost like it destroys everyone else's enjoyment in some aspect and maybe not directly or or whatnot but that's why I brought up shuffle is like once a pokemon game authenticates to the internet prior to you logging in. I'm not saying that's going to happen or, but I am saying that should happen. You get rid of the ability for people to RNG that stuff or try to game the system and at the end of the day, what that means to me or what I want is for that like, environment to feel it felt in red and blue where, well besides before people figured out missing no and everything but like excited to find a Pokemon or this shiny is actually rare or this Pokemon with great IVs was special because you found it or you breeded it or, or something along. I'm rambling, but I think you guys get the
1: point. I was going to say, cool story, bro, but you know, Pokemon Shuffle's been hacked.
0: Yeah, I mean, everything can, but that doesn't... <laughs> I mean, you could say the same thing about, like, World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy 14 or Destiny or anything like that, like, going to destiny like when you get a an exotic gun like that gun is exotic there's no other way to get it besides the way besides how the rng worked or besides you doing the missions and the stories to get up to that point to get it or and that cool that that feels cool that feels like you were collecting something and there's no real way to game the system so when you get it you get it and that feels
1: great no i agree i agree I'm I'm in with the shiny hunters. I I know quite a few people who are shiny hunters and they're quite dedicated to the craft.
3: Yeah,
0: like um, I, I have I have never yet seen a shiny in the wild. And so like wow. I I know when I do find one, hopefully it will be in Sun and Moon. Like that that I will probably connect with that Pokemon in like it I mean it could be a Pokemon I hate or not not hate, but like don't like like a Geodude or something like I have zero attachment to Geodude. I don't really care. He exists, whatever. But if I like found a shiny one, like that would probably mean a lot more to me. And somebody could be like, oh, I'll just trade you a shiny. And that's like, that's not the same thing.
1: No, I know. So, so you feel like you'll have a deep romantic relationship with a shiny Pokemon. Yes. Yeah. Hmm.
0: You know, and go on a giant journey of dungeons and dragon. dragons. <laughs> well, I think
2: I think that's our show. I just want people to know that I'm not, I want to reiterate that my ultra conservatism only exists in relation to Pokemon, and that's not at all how (laughs) I
1: am in real life. (laughs) I want to reiterate, I am not actually Ted Cruz's grandfather.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I am not actually, (laughs) I won't get into that meme, that's probably not PG for this show. Never mind, keep going (laughs) Uh,
0: yeah, so I think that that wraps up our, our show. If you're listening to this before Friday, which, I mean, you got 24... Well, you have like 48 hours because I'll get this published tonight. Uh, I will be at the Midwest Gaming Classic in Brookfield, Wisconsin for Saturday and Sunday. I think the weekend ticket is like 60 bucks. We'll have uh, two Wii U's hooked up to each other via an Ethernet cord, this ancient piece of technology that carries Internet across uh, we're, we're going to try some local play poking, uh which is really cool. I have the Pokemon arcade machine that I built for pinball. That'll be there. We have Pokemon Stadium 2 and some Pokemon Snap set up as well. And uh, I have some leftover t-shirts and everything that I'll be selling for probably like a dollar. I'm just, to this point, just get rid of them. If you want a dollar t-shirt, it might be worth trucking out to Brookville, Wisconsin.
1: Well, technically it'd be a $61 t-shirt. <laughs> but still worth every every penny
0: every penny other than that uh i haven't said this in a while but if if you like the show if you made it this far if you look forward to us every week uh leave us a review in itunes because that actually helps a lot it helps other people find the show easier it helps itunes recognize us as you know what we, as a a podcast so even if you don't have itunes it takes just like two or 3 minutes to open it update it because it probably needs to be updated because it's iTunes and then go in there and leave us a review. It seriously helps us out. And, uh, so if you like the show, you made it this far, would appreciate that. If you're listening to our other podcast, dungeons and dragon Knights, we've been doing that live every Tuesday night on Twitch, Travis, myself, Logan, Greg, and Jeff. I think we just finished episode six last night, Travis. That sounds right. Yeah. So we're, we're about halfway through the season. Uh, there will pro so if you're not caught up that's in itunes it's also on youtube youtube.com slash pkmncast and then like i said it's you can also catch it on twitch on tuesday nights and that's been very popular the chat that hangs out with us on tuesday night very awesome and uh, i've been streaming pokin every thursday nights so if you want to hang out and play pokin on twitch uh, twitch.tv slash pkmncast and uh, we do that at 8 p.m. Central Time. So that's always fun. I've, I've gotten slightly better at poking, but you guys are way better than I am, which is to and be And I, I, I do expected.
1: the same competition with you. So, you know, people get to compete with you on stream. But if they want to come across me to do some Pokemon battles, too, I'll be usually doing it on Thursday nights as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because what we do is we set up a, a Pokemon podcast room. So everyone in chat plus Will and I, we're all playing with, with the same people. So it's, it's a lot of fun and uh it's it's not very serious it's just casual play it's just me talking and losing and whatnot so you know every day of my life uh other than that uh travis is at the travis w will is at washing the sink i am at dragging a lake on twitter you can follow the podcast on twitter at pokemon podcast otherwise this has been another episode of the pokemon podcast and we are super super wish
1: makers